Hello, everybody. I'm getting some more light. Never mind, Bruce, as he adjusts the light. It was a little dark. While he's doing that, I'll... Chuckle. <laughs> I will. I'll talk to our friends who are listening via podcast and don't care about the lighting of our podcast studio here in Huntsville, Alabama. It is a fun... I've noticed our faces are a little darker than normal. But that could be because we're tanned. That's maybe because you're trying a new... <laughs> oh, it's the hat! Setting. It's the hat. See how good... Wow, no, that's a... There's a little glare going on there. <laughs> Let's put the hat back on. That, All righty. That actually scared me a little bit, frankly. <laughs> hey, we're glad to be back with you. It's it's Inglorious Pastards, Season 3, Episode 6. And I just want to give a shout-out to my co-host, Roger Martin... The uh, Facebook Live that you did yesterday on what not to say to those Christians who are obviously not Christians. Well, obviously wrong. <laughs> obviously wrong. That's it. The ones who are Sorry, obviously. I, I got that. I don't know if any of you have encountered a Christian who it's just patently obvious that they're terribly wrong. And so, yes, that I, I did have a little bit of, um, I, well, let's say because it was a starter story, was about me encountering a situation with a pastor friend where I could not believe a position they held. And it was like, well, yeah, well, that's not even possible for a God-loving... To believe that, think that. Right. Um, and then you start realizing the things that start churning in you when you, when you run into that little tension of... <laughs> so. Well, well, and this is what I loved about it. You know, you talked about... There's sometimes that when we we can see other people as inferior. Now it's one thing, you know. We I talked about the word ignorant this morning. What does it mean? I'm ignorant of all sorts of things, by the way. Ignorant means I lack a, a certain base of knowledge or whatever else. But if I typically in our culture we say that person's just ignorant, it's sort of a slur. It's it's they're a moron. They're right. retarded. They're and the truth is, all of us are ignorant about about different things. We're, we're, well, let's put it more. <laughs> let's be more. You think about all the knowledge in the world. Yeah. What percentage do you think you know? <laughs> so you're saying we're ignorant of most things. Well, it, it, perhaps it, 99%. The comedy, for instance, that we would kind of that we're ignorant about billions of things. Right. And and again, that's not an indictment. No. Unless we block learning new we, things. We refuse to learn. And so this oh, is, then it's an indictment. Last week's podcast was so convicting to me, this thing that Jesus wants us to be one. John 17, it's the prayer of Jesus. I yeah. think if Jesus prays it, it's important. He's praying it for all of us. So I started be thinking, one. and I, I did this thing on Sunday. We had a little uh, house church thing at my home on Sunday. That was fun. We all get together for dinner and then you know, share around the table. But I talked about, uh, even in Matthew 5, I said there's more than one way to kill somebody. Yep. And so Jesus talks about, we think murder, this is the really bad thing. This is an awful thing in, in our culture. People and, understand and homicide's a bad thing. Yeah. But Jesus says there's more than one way to kill a person. He said if you hate your brother, if you're angry with your brother. He even talked about calling someone a fool and putting yourself in danger of the fires of hell. Which is, which when I unpack that, I realize if I'm just deciding that someone is inferior to me, obviously in their intellect or, or whatever else, it's a little right. bit like saying... Well, you're a fool, and I'm obviously not. And of course, as soon as I say that, I become the fool. And so it was. It was very convicting to me. And so I'm. I'm working toward 
how do I, how do I personally even continue to learn from people that I disagree with uh, so that my knowledge base grows and so that my perspective grows? Because I realize without other people's perspective, if I just read the same people or listen to only one group of people that I already agree with, I don't have the chance to grow. Right. And that's bad. Right. <coughs> I love um, listening recently to Andy Stanley talk. <coughs> and in this same kind of context, you know, he was saying, he said, I'll be talking to people and they say, I just don't understand how anyone could possibly have voted that way. I just don't understand how a Christian could possibly hold that position. And he said, well, that's a statement of, oh, you're, you're, it's a statement of ignorance. I don't understand. So he said, in that, yeah. So that now, how do you fix that? Well, go talk to someone who voted that way. Go talk to someone who holds that position and find out <clears throat> if you're saying, I don't understand. He said, well, that's just a statement of, there's something you don't know, but you could find out. It's neutral. It's not moral or immoral to right. not know that. Right. But but I wonder if it's not immoral at some level for me to, to not be willing to learn, to listen, to even gain a new perspective. Yeah, there's the funny tension of, and I felt this, and I know that it goes on, um, thinking we're right on everything is, it's a, is a kind of arrogance, but, but the belief that we're right is a comfortable place. Yep. It's, it's a place where it's a, it's a safe place. When, when I bring up, because we can laugh here and say, well, of course, I'm, I'm wrong on things. And we might say, okay, generally, I, I know that's true. But to actually start encountering that in real life is unsettling. Particularly if it's something that maybe I've believed for a long time. Yep. Or something that I believe fairly strongly. Um, maybe I've put my thoughts out there with others very strongly, whatever. Now to bring up the possibility that my perspective, my idea might be wrong, it can feel unsettling. And it can feel, you know, this is actually um, <clears throat> my identity is attached to it. There are other things that are a fall here. So I think sometimes... <clears throat> I may withhold, I may resist trying to hear from others because I'm afraid of finding out that I'm wrong. And that's unsettling. It's, it's, um, yeah. And, and instead of, instead of, that's, that's a great word. Instead of, instead of make it making us unsettled, I think it should make us curious. In other words, I'm getting, good. I'm getting more and more. That's good. We need to ask curious questions. You know, I, 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 I was talking to Roger this morning. I'm working on a new keynote talk on uh, called Undivided because I think our nation, our nation has been divided before. But it's interesting. Jesus said a house divided can't stand. A kingdom divided against itself can't stand. Mm. And of course, Jesus prays in John 17, I want them to be one. And so, again, my concern is not simply for a nation. It's it's for the people of God. How do, how can we be one, even though we do? have very, very different perspectives on things. And so one of the key things that, that when I go back to scripture, there's a, there's a thing that we've got to learn, we've got to develop in our culture that is almost lost because social media does not lend itself to it. Scripture says every person should be quick to listen. Mm. And I wanna, I wanna use this eager to listen. Yes. Eager to listen, slow to speak, slow to defend, <laughs> slow to deflect, 
and slow to become angry. Yeah. What happens is I think our culture is moving more and more toward a reactionary culture. Everything on social media, they even use the word, I want you to react to this. You know, give it some kind of emoji. I want an emotional reaction to this thing. Now think about how not healthy that can become. So instead of having, I'm wondering, instead of having an emotional reaction, we can learn to have an appropriate response. And that appropriate response will come as we learn to mm. listen. You know, when I talk to married couples in, in here, and the number one issue in marriages, including mine with Marlena, is communication. I mean, every couple, they may just communication. And I said, all right, we've got to get, using a radio analogy, we've got to stop broadcasting, and we've got to start tuning in. Mm. Facebook and Instagram and all of these these mediums are actually set up for broadcasting. You're going to tell, I'm going to tell what I think or my story or my day or whatever else. Now, some people are, are tuning in. I mean, they'll, they're scrolling through the feed. But sometimes we lose this ability to just listen and listen deeply. And then instead of responding or reacting to something we disagree with, ask a curious question. And I, I, But I caught myself this week. Again, it this is a challenge because I... I believe what you're saying, and I actually, but... (laughs) I feel so much better. Roger (laughs) believes what I'm saying. This thing. I'm validated as a human being now. Because I believe you're right because you agree with me here. (laughs) No, but I was was, uh, listening. That's unsettling. (laughs) Oh, this is, and it's happened repeatedly. Like I was listening to a pastor talk about the election. Uh, I was watching a video... Um, and what he was saying was so troubling to me. I was just so, I wanted to turn oh, it off. Oh, yeah. I wanted to, because he was so obviously wrong and biased and, and I felt like God and maybe a bit of wisdom mm. helped me. Cause I really, I mean, I literally wanted to click off. You realize we're, we're quick to <laughs> silence, aren't we? We're not quick to listen, but we're quick to silence. No. And I, I've caught myself. I've done it. I'll start reading a post, and I read just long enough to see where the person's coming from. And if they're not coming from where I'm coming from, <laughs> I scroll, keep scrolling. Yeah. But I'm doing the very thing yep. that's blocking potential learning. Because I'm, what I'm saying at that point is I've got nothing to learn from this person. Because now I know, again... We've talked about this in other podcasts. I know all I need to know. I th- that person voted for this, or that person believes in this, or that person is in this denomination, or that. Yes. And then, well, it's just those are the things that keep us ignorant, and even the kind of ignorance because there's one kind of ignorance. My knowledge is incomplete, but there there's a kind of ignorance where I believe the wrong thing. And listen, every time we're believing a wrong thing, that has consequences. It sh- I should want to learn because believing the wrong thing is costly. So, yes. so I need to, I read a little in the post. Now, it's one thing. If someone's just getting uh, ugly and harsh right. and right. they're not really actually saying it's, anything, it's, it's just right. a bunch of name calling or whatever. Right. Oh, I can tune out of that. But if someone's giving their explanation or they're giving, here's why I think you, here's where I'm thinking, whatever. If I check out of that halfway through because I don't like or agree with what I'm hearing, now I've tuned out. Yeah. And I've tuned out. Oh, isn't that interesting? Here's what, yeah. tuned I'm tuned out. out to where the spirit 
And by the way, you look at the pages of the Bible, the Spirit spoke through some very interesting people. He spoke through non-believers. He spoke through immature Christians. He spoke through... Asses. <laughs> yes. Balaam, it's a It's, it's a, a story in the story. Bible. You gotta love it. <laughs> I've always said if God could speak through an ass, he could speak through me. And he's proven that numerous yes. times. Yes, yes. I want you to go further on this idea, because this is something that's going to be new to some people, that there are consequences for believing the wrong things. In other words, there, it's, import, it's important not to just stay in a place where I'm actually wrong, and I just, I stay, talk about, I want you to unpack that a little bit. Well, I, I, it, it, um, trying to think, if, if someone believes something's helpful, um, and it's not, um, someone, oh gosh. Well, I can, I can think of a bunch of marriage examples right okay. away. Well, it's one of those things no, that no, if, if yeah. I think, if I believe that Marlena is really going to appreciate it, appreciate <clears throat> me and feel loved if I buy her gifts and, and perfumes and, and jewelry and right. all of, and these very personal items and I can go on believing that all that I want. But it has consequences because Marlena would continue to feel unloved in our relationship because right. that's not at all her love language. And so I have to change. <laughs> I have to learn something about her. By the way, Marlena's love language is acts of service. So when I'm doing stuff around the house, she feels loved. She feels secure. But if I just stayed on that belief system, I could argue, well, she's the one that's wrong. Mm -hmm. She should appreciate this gift. She mm -hmm. should appreciate the perfume. She should appreciate the jewelry. Right. And she might be thinking, but I don't wear perfume and jewelry. <laughs> right. Well, I want you to, whatever that is, yeah. and that's a, that's a simplistic way. But, but I think I want to I want to think more for myself personally. Where where has it been problematic? Where are there consequences where I'm believing something that's wrong and I'm not even trying to learn? Well, and, and you could teach us probably cer certain things from hiking. So I'm going to give one example, oh. but then you could. It's counterintuitive. So you're. Um, stranded at sea and you're in a lifeboat whatever and you're hungry and you're thirsty and you don't have water well there's water all around you and so okay the best thing i can do for myself then is to drink this salt water yep. that i've got around me makes makes it. perfect sense there's plenty of it. Mm. i'm i'm gonna die if i don't have it but you realize that drinking salt water is going to kill you it's, kill you. it's counterintuitive and i could even think <clears throat> on a trail sometimes it, this looks like the right path or i there's a thing what, oh, what something some been, people oh, intuitively oh and there's been times roger where i was adamant about this is the right we're going the right way oregon right. uh three years ago you know we had to take this left turn on the pacific crest trail so we, we stopped at the sign to take a picture and then headed out and this has happened to me multiple times when you stop to take a picture at a sign <laughs> you know and there's two Morning. or three trails converging and then you just set right out and within you know i mean because it's marlena and myself and wendy and mark and within like 30 minutes we realize we're seeing people that we had passed earlier yeah and we're like they could not have gotten in front of us how did they get so turned around i mean and, and i was literally thinking i know i know i'm going the right way and then, because I was looking at the map and I was watching, yeah, any minute there should be a lake up here on our left. It's a small lake, you know, it's kind of like, and then as I'm walking along, I crest this hill and I see a small pond on the right side of the trail, but there's no lake on the left. I'm like, I think I'm wrong. About that yeah. time, Mark hollers from the back. He goes, 
I think we're going the wrong way. <laughs> to which Marlena said, darn it. <laughs> well, but... Because we'd gone a mile that direction. And we can laugh a bit about that, but to read the story here and there of a hiker who's found dead... Yes. Um, ...made a turn, and of course they weren't... they. They were making decisions that they thought were best. They right. thought this was the right direction. They thought this was the... And the idea is, even and even to read that that's happened sometimes for experienced um, yep. hiker, adventurous, They'll outdoor... Die, uh, like a hundred yards from the trail. Right. Just very scary. Right. So the here's the deal. Wrong ideas have consequences. They have... And... That moment where we think, oh, and I've had, I, I'm fine, where I absolutely yeah. know the right trail, I absolutely know what the healthy or the right thing to do is actually, you know, when we're in, um, in danger. And, and so this, this idea that <clears throat> I always should be looking to learn because the things that I believe wrong right now have consequences. Yes. Um, and I don't see them. And the only way I'm going to see something, that's the interesting, the only way I'm going to learn where I'm wrong is to listen to someone who disagrees with me. Mm-hmm. That's the only now, way. Now think about that. Think, think about that. That I never thought of it in that, <laughs> in that stark a contrast, but the only way I'm going to learn something that I'm wrong about is by hearing from someone who's actually right about that thing. <laughs> in the, right. In other words, if, if we say... If it's it's if we say I'm not going to ever listen to someone who holds a different idea, I just had an epiphany. And this is big. <laughs> Roger is going deep today. I love it. Well, if I say that, if I cut off and say I'm not going to ever listen to anyone who differs from me, two problems. Number one, I can't learn. I can't learn where I'm wrong. No. But the other thing that's sobering, it's the subtle belief that I'm right about everything. In other words. Yeah. My resistance to listen to other people, to listen to ideas, to read a book from an author that, you know, or, or my resistance <clears throat> is actually a form of, I know it all. I'm right on everything. And of course, as I say that, we, we know that's both politically incorrect and it's socially unaware that, you know, oh, I'm right on everything. Well, we know we're not going to say that. But every, when we block off listening to other people, we're belying what we believe is either I'm right on everything or I don't give a rip about where I'm wrong. And both of those are very dangerous places. Yeah. And, and you've talked about this before, but but if in, in reality, if I think I'm right on everything, part of it is I... <clears throat> I sort of believe that God agrees with me on everything. Mm-hmm. In other words, I'm in agreement with God. God's in agreement with me. And, and the older I get, the more I realize, and the more that I walk with God, I realize, no, there's been things that I taught 25 years ago, uh, five years ago, two weeks ago, that, that just aren't right. Sometimes it's off by, by, by just a little. It's a little bit like dying 100 yards from the trail out, out mm-hmm. there. You're not, you're not super far off the path. But, but we need to be willing to... I, I'm still, this is such a deep dive for me. I'm still thinking about that reality that the only way I'm going to learn what is right about something where I'm wrong is by listening to the person that I disagree with. Right. It you, can't happen any other way. It, it can't happen any other way. And it's why one of the concerns, even when I look more and more 
in our country, but also in the church as I know it. And I, I just know it's a small sector and whatever. But, but this thing where rather than dialogue, which is this tuning in, yep. listening to what you have to say, giving it some thought, holding back on the anger or whatever, what I'm seeing is the first moment there's any movement towards dialogue, it's okay, we're lobbing um, names and attaching a label, which is just a way of shutting off. I don't have to. And it's not only going back to what you were saying, not only are we ruining Jesus' prayer that we all be one, because where we where we learn to listen, value each other, hear where they're coming from, but we're also... Listen, we're actually blocking off, potentially blocking off God hmm. from speaking. Because here's, who cares most about where you're wrong? Who cares oh. more than, well, that's God. Again, this is the deep dive edition. What, what I mean is, so so he's bringing people into your path. There's, there's yes. so he's desperate. So again, I'm, if I refuse to listen to other people, other voices, read other blogs or books or listen to, podcasts if when i'm i can be actually blocking a voice from god who's 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 graciously trying to give me a corrective word who's graciously trying to help me roger this is this is interesting because there's a part of me that, there, that i'm just being honest that wants to be super spiritual and and god will just show me you know, just person to person, God and Bruce, you know, Moses in the tent of meeting, he'll show me if I'm wrong mm. somewhere. And you just you just <clears throat> pointed out the reality that God most often speaks through people. Even if you look at the Loves Bible. Loves, the Bible yes. is a book written by people that God spoke through. Right. So why would I assume that God's not going to speak through Roger today? Right. Or that person on the street. Or like I said in the last podcast, this person I met at literally at the service station that, that wanted to talk. Yeah, we ended up talking for an hour. Is it possible that God brings all of those people into our path because he wants to grow us? And the other thing is, that other person isn't right about everything either. Right. So they need to grow and learn. No, it's a win. It's a win for everybody. <laughs> yes. If we're all if listening. We learn to listen. And we're all with a teachable spirit. If it's listening with the heart, it's not just listening for where the person's wrong so I can fix them, but it's listening long enough to possibly hear a nudge from the spirit. Raj, this is where you're wrong at but you have to hang in you have to listen long enough to to let the spirit do his work you have, you have to listen long enough and ask curious questions long enough to actually learn i got a question for you because i'm curious about this and i this is something I'm, <laughs> a curious question it's a curious question <laughs> that's clever i struggle sometimes with feeling anger when when i see someone respond a certain way or they have a certain position and you know i'm just like it is that thing of how could they? But it also makes me, and I'm trying to understand why. Why do you think you said it was unsettling when we understand when we begin to hear that we're wrong? But why does why do certain things make us angry? What do you think that is? Well, it, it, so it's a complicated because first of all, anger is a reflection of passion. So particularly with things that matter. So we're we're having a conversation, even if we're talking about something like immigration. I'm just saying we're right. It's something that people typically well, are passionate about. But, and part of that is there's stakes involved. Yeah. So, if if you've been to the border, or you've been to a neighboring country, you've been to Mexico, or you've been to places, and you've seen certain kinds of 
I have a friend who's in that category, and they they have had the conversations, and they've seen kids in detention, or they've seen different kinds of, they've seen certain things, um, and there's a certain kind of desperation, and they've heard certain kind of stories. Well, they know if there are, if there are things being said about immigration that aren't true, or they, they they're yep. hearing what and that counters what they've. So sometimes an anger arises out of, first of all, the stakes that are involved. Yep. Okay. This isn't the sim- implications of right. p- perhaps being right. wrong. It isn't about simply that. saying my team isn't the best team, team in the NFL. Right. You know, we, we could get into that discussion. Condolences about the Monday night game, by the way. <laughs> well, Sorry. they still won. But I heard that Cam may or may not be the quarterback of the future. Well, <laughs> he was a what? Anyway, so but so the stakes that are involved um, are one of the things that that. That, that that create the anger um, and you realize, okay, in this area, this really matters. So that can stir anger. I just thought about one thing that I realized because I teach clients <clears throat> when you have anger, always look for the weaker emotion underneath it. The weaker emotion might be fear or embarrassment or yes. shame or betrayal or yes. hurt or sadness. And I realized one of, one of them is powerless. I realized sometimes I get angry because I'm like, if I engage this discussion it's just, I don't see it going well. I don't see how I can ever help that person because of their stance or even the way that they take their stance. In other words, it's one thing if someone gently offers, this is where I am. Another thing is if I sense immediately they're just, they're entrenched in this thing, I feel powerless to help that person grow. And right. so it just it makes me not angry at them, but angry that I can't. And it makes me not want to engage it at all. I was interesting. I read one. I read widely, okay? But this is with the New York Times. It was interesting. One of their writers said, to, to, to not engage the president um, is to risk your democracy. But to engage right. the president is, right. to, is to risk your sanity. Yeah. And it was an interesting statement about if they felt powerless <laughs> to influence another person, right. you know, then it it can make it make it it can make me feel angry because I'm powerless. I really do want to help this person, or and again, that's understanding that I'm not. I don't believe that I'm always right. But if right. I if I sense this person is not, and it's a person that I care about, again, mm-hmm. this the stakes are a little higher. It's a person that I know or I'm a friend yep. with. Yep. I can feel that <laughs> anger just from I'm powerless to, to, to change that. So again, back to quick to listen. If, maybe. If we're quick to listen, eager to listen, and ask curious questions, maybe it will provoke questions on the other person's part. Yeah, that's what you hope. Hey, help me understand <clears throat> where you are on this. And I'll go back just for a half second to the anger question, because yeah. I think that's, I know for myself, <laughs> I can look with some comedy now, but when I look stupid and embarrassed me, you talk about that, that, weaker emotion or whatever um i can get angry i can you know that i that i looked foolish that i looked and i think sometimes listening to someone even if there's you start to have a little idea what if i'm wrong on this it's 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 unsettling it can be um so it's anger that anger yeah so anger could come from a lot of yeah there's a lot of different places but but here's the thing. <laughs> but, I, the anger could be if I am wrong on this, I've got a lot of backpedaling. Oh do. no, I I lose face. Yeah. Because I've made a really big deal. Yeah. Take a about strong this. position on this. Um, and I've felt that before. 
uh, that this has, I'm going to look weak. I'm going to look foolish. I'm going to look mistaken. Well, of course. That's because you are. I, yes, all of those things are true. Actually, all those things yes. are true. But, but that's something that, yes. But, but then we have to remember the words of Jesus who said, or the words of the scripture, that anger of man doesn't tend to work the righteousness of God. Right. And here's the thing. The, the great thing is when I'm feeling that anger, the anger is not, again, we, we, we start, let's not demonize the emotion. Let's not turn the emotion. Sure. Or, again, where we sometimes just assume anger is a bad thing. No, absolutely not. There's some things that should make us angry. God gets angry, blah, blah, blah. But Scripture says in your anger, do not sin. But one of the sins that anger can lead to is I stop listening. I think that it, because yep. slow to anger is in the same, there in the same context quick of to quick listen. to listen right and when my anger and i think that's you look how close those are together anger is one of those powerful things that stops me from listening and this is one of the things i'm seeing it's why yeah please listen i you know also I'll, I'll see a friend or whatever and they'll have a comment when they and they'll just have a hashtag you know liberals suck um and and i just Whatever, whoever you think sucks, would again. One, once we're in the name calling, there's. I'll just see this kind of edginess, and I'm just hearing, just hearing so much anger. But I'm watching how often anger is blocking conversations. So now, because no one wants, when someone's yelling at you, when someone's calling you names, the tip. It's not typical for us to say. You know what? I'd like to hear more. Tell me some other things that you think. Boy, this is really engaging me. When people are calling names, we feel under attack, or they're mocking, and they're, well, I I tend to do the same thing, and it's why anger block can block this listening. So this is where we're, again we're here. If we're think, thinking all the way through this, God's bringing people with wrong ideas from our to us to help teach us, but we are. We can block ourselves. We've got to be careful that our anger is not blocking the God trying to speak to us and trying to say a word to us. The reality is, and I realize, <laughs> I can look back in my marriage. And there are times, and, and you know, you, you never look for that kind of show, you know, your spouse wants to talk to you about something, right? You know, and so you're all, okay, we need to have a, we need to talk, you know, do you have that sort of principal office feel or whatever? principal's office and and you talk and and joy has brought up something that hurt her that she felt was wrong and i i can i i've felt anger coming up even when i was realizing a point she's right yeah that there's it's just funny but my anger and by the way, I've had my anger shut off a conversation. I needed to hear the rest of what Joy was going to say because I needed to hear it. I needed to hear what was going on in her heart. And I needed to hear the truth about something. And I've had moments where my anger blocked off. And it wasn't till I settled down and in my best moments went back and say, listen, we need to finish this. I, you know, I... I should not have gotten that angry. I've got to. I've got to keep 
learning, but I'm just seeing a climate right now, which is such a concern for me across the board, but especially for those of us who believe in the authority of the scripture and the God who said, be quick to hear, quick to listen, slow to anger, slow to speak, slow to speak. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, both, yeah I'm just saying both right, of us, right. That it's, we, um, oh, slow to speak is a whole nother. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, you, you, okay, you can unpack that for forever. That's hard. <laughs> you and I are communicators. So in one sense, our greatest strength becomes our greatest weakness. Because it's easy for us to be quick to speak. Yep. We've thought about certain things. We've wrestled with certain things. But I want to. I want to stay curious, slow to <sighs> speak. And you know, even Peter talked about being gracious and being ready to respond to people's questions. But yeah. it wasn't this. It's. Um, it wasn't this dogmatic demonization so so I had a friend I was just thinking while you were talking about it, I had a friend that this week that that did a long post the longest post I've ever seen on Facebook ever so I mean you'd have to be pretty determined to read the whole thing but I thought it was very well done and 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 well thought out and you know, like I said it was long and she, she had <laughs> sort of put a caveat at the beginning hey if, if you're if if you're here I really if you, this is kind of where you are I want you to, I really do want you to read this well, one person immediately, you know, responded, I didn't have to read it. You're a socialist and corrupt. And I was like, oh, that that was the whole, it had the rhetoric. That was one of the things she was talking about. We immediately demonize. We right. don't even listen. We're not even, but then the other thing, and this, label, this yeah. I thought was good, and it made my heart happy. There were several people that gave reasonable, seasoned sort of, seasoned yes. with salt and grace right. responses to where I learned from both of them. Yes. It helped yes. me understand, oh, that that's a different perspective. Because I appreciate what this person posted, but I also appreciate what this person yes. said about why they're doing what they're doing. I'm like, I get that. And if we don't, if we just say that you're corrupt or you're the socialist right. or whatever, we can't we can't listen. And the other thing is it can turn the conversation because then other people, <laughs> it's kind of, it's monkey see monkey, that's monkey, monkey do. This thing of if someone else does something. Monkey something. It's a monkey something. I just want to do it too. Oh, well, if Roger's going to be snarky, well, I'm going to be snarky. And right. and I realize for, for me, I, I have to work, <laughs> I'm telling myself again, I have to be work, work very hard not to be snarky in some of those things. Because quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to become angry. I just think there's a gentleness to that. There's a, there is a, a kindness to that. I mean, that, that's the other thing in our culture that I would love to see us move toward, just kindness. I was thinking, well, I don't want to, you're, you're on a roll there, right? No, I was passing the baton. <laughs> okay. All I think right. our listeners, are you good? I was <laughs> passing the baton. I, kindness, Roger. Well, there's so much stuff where it's, <laughs> it's like not, because I want to listen and stay in tune. You barely miss a handoff that bad. I'm with, surprised. <laughs> well, it's because we parked for just a half second on that slow to speak. Mm -hmm. We've we've had a little bit more, and it just struck me, and this is is startling and significant. That Jesus was often slow to speak. Fascinating, still. Oh yeah. How often. He would lead with a question, and and at, and at the it, very least, it gave Jesus more time. Well, <laughs> well I'm just like it's brilliant. Yes, you, and you're listening. You're, but how often? Mm. The, so the one person who wasn't wrong on anything, 
still listened, still was slow to anger, still was slow to speak. When I and, say slow to speak... And, and asked curious questions. Asked well, curious questions. What do you believe? What do you think? What, what are people saying? Think? Yes. What do you, what do you think? Um, and even to say, you know what? You're right on that. Or you're partly right on that. Uh, good job. You've answered correctly. But now let me add this. Or it wasn't always leading with a sermon. Uh, this is, yes. The, the fact that he said, you have answered correctly. It's almost like he's looking for the things that he can yes. say, hey, we're in agreement on this. Right. We're, but, yeah. but, but you're missing this important thing. Right. So then, and, and, and people are so much more engaged. Here's the brilliance, of course, of what Jesus was doing and what the scripture is teaching, is this is how we learn. This is how we engage. We engage when we're heard. We engage when we're valued. When pe we don't engage when we're labeled. We don't engage right. when yes. we're mocked. We don't engage when we're yelled at. We're no, we tell me any place where okay, oh goodness, this is this is a, a wonderful environment of learning here. We engage, and and Jesus, of course, knew this, having made us, and know that even the one who knew it all didn't come in always speaking. If there's anyone ever yes. in the history of the world who could have broadcasted every single time, every single time, it would have been Jesus, and he, he didn't. He's, and and I realized again, this is where, kind of comical to send a podcast, but podcasts aren't really interactive, so forgive us. But if I am constantly speaking, we'd like to hear from you. <laughs> well. Ben says, Bruce, is there sound today? That <laughs> can't be good. There's supposed to be sound today. <laughs> I hope there's sound today. I checked it several times. Oh, no. <laughs> I know there's sound over there because I see it. Right. Well, yes, we've got sound on our podcast. <laughs> well, this is, it takes me back to this thing of even if a person is treating me poorly, let's say in, the, in, in, in this world of trying to dialogue or have a discussion, you know, Jesus said, love your enemies. And he said some important things. He said, don't repay evil for evil. He said, if someone insults you, bless them. I mean, imagine that. When If, if someone is going to mock or insult, it is so hard to come back with, I care about you. I appreciate your, I appreciate your word about this. And, and you know what you're getting at? You know what you're getting at is, is God wants to teach us through our enemies as well. And here's what I want to say. This is the danger. Oh, yeah. This is the danger. And forgive me here. He if, wants to teach us through our enemies. No. Yeah. And here's the thing. Here's the comedy yeah. of when we demonize people. We can demonize, again, the people that, that well, it's why just so, okay. If you're seeing this person as an enemy, well, love them. If you're seeing this person as an enemy, listen to them. Actually, you may have, and, and it's why... Once we put a label, if it's, you know, liberals suck or fundamentalists suck or whatever that, we, and once we know that thing about that person, well, actually, in one level, we're saying, this is a person's anti-me. They are an enemy. They are, well, this is actually, Jesus specifically saying, okay, if you've identified, if you believe that liberals are your enemy, if you believe that fundamentalists are your enemy, he says, oh, good. Don't trade insults. Right. No. Nope. Not, right. He says exactly here. Now, love them. Value them. Listen. So, rather than liberals suck liberals have something to teach me uh liberals matter where in other words where i that is the turnaround way of jesus that again fosters an environment where we all learn i guarantee you hmm. 
God wants to teach. You know what Jesus would do? He would say at some point, listen to this. He'd say, about a non-Jew, I've not seen so much faith yeah. in all of Israel. of Israel. Or he would have the parable of the Good Samaritan. So the hated Samaritans that did not get along, they were, they were religiously wrong, they were racially wrong, all these things that were... He would make them the hero of the story. He would say, who, who was the one who showed kindness? He made the enemy the, the one teaching the lesson, the lesson, the valuable lesson. The valuable lesson. Don't believe that yep. God doesn't want to teach you something from your enemies. I guarantee you there are people that you see as enemies that believe some things right that you need to learn. I, I've seen this for myself before. And once again, we it's that comedy of demonizing people to shut them off. Well, I don't think we're supposed to be demonizing, but when we do, Jesus then is at that point saying, okay, if you're seeing them as enemy, I've got some very specific instructions for how to treat them yep. and how to engage them. And I just see a lot of places where we're not doing that. Um, and we're all losing. We're all losing. This this shutting off, this anger, this stop, this this death of dialogue, I would say, um, where again, where we're not even having the conversations anymore. It's just really figure out the label, assign the person, cast the normal names that we give, say the nor normal hateful things, whatever, and nobody's learning. Nope. None of us are growing and, and we're getting further apart, and the polarization only gets worse. And we're getting further from the heart of God. Yeah. Because God, the one who's wanting to teach us through other people, well, if we're not listening to people, we can't learn. Yep. Sorry, I was just ans answering one of us. Someone, someone connected with us while we were going live right now, and I was just, just commenting <laughs> to them on that. We are doing so many things. You, our podcast friends, we we do a video as well, and they're a, trying to engage us. So we're just trying to confuse everybody. Yes. Yeah, so all I can say is, after particularly after this podcast that we've done, thank goodness the election's over. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe or maybe not. Yes. So this is so this is kind of where I want to finish, uh, because I think this is really the deepest dive we've ever taken on this show. This reality that God God typically speaks to us through other people, that he will typically use other people to show us where we're wrong so that we can be right. <laughs> and if I understood you correctly, that God might actually speak through our enemies to right. us. Right. And the thing that will <sighs> block it then is just pay attention to how often, every time you're getting angry, the thing to remind me, is this anger... Am I going to allow this anger to block me from a possible, possibly learning? Um, and don't, yeah. So I, you know, Jesus says in terms of enemies, he says, I want you to give to them. I want you to lend to them without, you know, expecting anything in return. I want you pray to pray for them. Pray for them. So I thought this would be a great time to talk about sponsorship, particularly for those of you that are listening that are in complete disagreement with us. <laughs> what a great... What a great way to exercise love. Hey, I'm going to sponsor that podcast, even though I think those guys are in left field or right field. We're stretching it now. Or we're whichever really... field you think we're in. 
Hopefully, you're just not saying that people who haven't sponsored us are our enemies. By the way, how did we get this we whole, whole of thing of left and right? I understand the conservative liberal thing, but that seems to be a hand thing. Left hand, right hand. I... I'm the, the wrong... Is that another podcast? Maybe? Yeah. Well, we also have the sort of the north, north south thing, you know, sort of south, you know, going south, that's sort of not a You're good right. thing. You're and, right. Yeah. So south uh, is considered bad. North <laughs> is considered good. I, Whereas right, unfortunately, is actually the same <laughs> word for right. Right. <laughs> which complicates Which that. left has many... That's, that's no good. <laughs> right. Le- left. It's, woo. It's almost, yeah. Because we, maybe we think in, what is that, when it's the opposite of something, it's the... Not the synonym, which is the same. It's the antonym. <laughs> we tend to think in antonyms. Did I get? Did I say that right? Now we're going deep grammatically, and that's a dangerous place. So we need, for next year, we would really love to see some folks step up and sponsor the Inglorious Bastards. And your business or your organization, we will give it wide-ranging exposure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> or we'll destroy it in the process. Uh, now... <laughs> Join us next time as Roger <laughs> chuckles more about chuckling. We, we've decided that he chuckles a lot. A bit like Ed on the Johnny Carson yes, show. Yes, yes. What was his last name? I'm the chuckler. McMahon, was that it? I, I was thinking Asner, but I'm like, no, it's not Ed. It's McMahon. No, I'm the chuckler. So I just, we could just have a, just we could have a chuckle track. Maybe it almost sounds like that <laughs> That's sometimes. That's a great idea. That a I, chuckle track. I mean, you listen. You, you say, I think they have. I think they have a Roger chuckle they track. They think we do. They think we've got. It's not a live studio. It's audience. actually me laughing. Roger actually does think I'm that funny. Or when I say funny, he may not think I'm that ironic. Just he might think I'm strange, and it makes him laugh as a result. So Get the chuckle track. <laughs> so until next week. This is the Glorious Pastors wishing you and your family a merry Veterans Day.